we come before you this morning. And Lord, once again, we ask you to take each song that is sung, Lord, each word that is spoken, each teacher that is teaching and, and nursery worker that is working, each thing that is being done, that it would all be done as an act of worship toward you. And Lord, that you would accept it, that we may be your servants. We pray for the preaching time that you would challenge our hearts that we may desire to serve you more. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please remain standing for the next hymn. Chapter 4. Just keeping that theme of time and space and making room for the Lord. And really we shouldn't try to make room for Him as much as we should try to surrender everything we are. And yet, the Bible is full of references in, in the next few weeks as Christmas is approaching. And no, you shouldn't be afraid of the word Christmas. Uh, I'm not real happy about the Mass on the end, but I sure do like the first syllable of that word. Amen. Uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. And there is nothing wrong with celebrating and enjoying the holiday season. But remember something, if you would. Uh, you are not doing God a favor by showing up on Christmas Sunday. That's something you ought to do every day, every Sunday of the year. And it is great to have time together as family and use the opportunity. Even the most ardent of the God-haters and things like that, they still like Christmas presents. <laughs> and so just use it as an opportunity to remind them of the message of the gospel. And if you have an unsaved family member or friend and you say, every time I try to talk to them, they just get more angry at me, just quote scripture. Don't spend a whole lot of time trying to explain everything to them when you send a Christmas card, make sure it's got a Bible verse in there. Uh, when, when you talk to, about the Christmas season, just quote the Bible. Read Luke chapter 2. Uh, and if the Word of God will do things that no other words can. And so as we look here in Galatians chapter 4, we are reminded of God's timetable and the title for this morning's message is The Fullness of the Time. And I don't know how many times I have read this verse and how many times I've been over it. Let's, in fact, let's just read it. Verse 4 of Galatians chapter 4. It says, But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his Son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because ye are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Wherefore thou art no more a servant, but a son, and if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Now as we look at these verses here, we start in verse 4, it says, But when the fullness of the time was come. And as I was saying before, I've read this verse many times and I just skipped that little the. In fact, when I typed in to find this verse, uh, I typed into my computer, The fullness of time. 
And I got bump. Wait a minute. I know it says that. And so uh, whenever the mind fails, you just put in the and symbol. So I put fullness and time. And then I found out that direct article was in there. And you know what that tells us? That God had the time planned before the foundation of the world. That everything was set up, and that also tells us that God has the time of his second coming planned as well. That God's time clock, God's calendar is moving in God's set fashion. And we often say, I wish God hurry up. No, God's time moves the way that God wants it to. And just imagine it had been nearly 400 years since the prophet Malachi had spoken till the time the angel Gabriel appeared and began to tell Zacharias first that John would be born and then Mary that Jesus would be born and then Joseph that Jesus would be born and as the Bible says uh, under the law and, and all of these things were in, in uh, God's commandments. But I want us just to pick out, the, to get this idea that time is moving but God has it planned. Now we're not going to take that another step forward and say that we're robots, that we've been scripted and that everything is going to happen just as God uh, uh, says and we don't have a choice. God is big enough to know the choices that we will make and has written 